Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, here we are uh, in our series on supernatural and uh, we're, ha- we're both having a good time this summer uh, as we're enjoying the, the fun. I know you got family around, and Anna gets to be there with you. And uh, you got a pizza oven and games. So and much, yeah, so much going and, on. Um, and we are, you know, where we are is like 20 minutes to the beach, too. So do you, do you, there's you, a little bit of fun in that, too. We don't do the beach as much as we do the pool, but, well, I should say Anna does the beach all the time. That's like her favorite sweet spot. Hmm. Um, I... I'm a little more sand aversive, so I I like to go there, but I I won't spend the hours there. Obviously, red hair, fair skin. I have to set up a whole umbrella thing, uh-huh. <laughs> all of that. But I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it. And I tell you, there's something about going to the ocean um, that does just connect you, make you feel close to God. And I think that's the sweetness. Her and her friends love to go early in the mornings, even, and watch the sunrise and just. Um, be out there and feel close to God and just in the quiet and worship and enjoy and there's a sweetness to that. Yeah, so. yeah. I was um, I love I love the beach and I love um, water. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, my dad was a surgeon uh, from Illinois, and mm-hmm. um, uh, he had bought a house um, on a lake in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was probably um, because of you know it's it's just just over the border of Indiana there. It's, it's probably about an hour and a half, you know, mm-hmm. from Chicago. So as a kid, um, my summers, and, and remember, I'm an athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, uh, and by, even when, by the time I'm uh, in, let's say, sixth grade or so, um, I already knew, because I was a really good football player, basketball player, baseball player, but I already could tell I wasn't going to be big enough mm. to get into professional sports as a football player right. or a basketball player. Um, I would I would be skilled enough, but you know you, you know you but know you, you know can't how, teach size. You, you know, <laughs> like, wait a minute, they're way bigger. You know, way way taller, way bigger. And yeah. uh, so I picked baseball um, mm-hmm. as my, uh, and I was still playing these other sports, but I was focused on baseball because uh, I could do that. Um, and mm-hmm. so uh, I wind up playing baseball, and uh, um, we would stay all summer at this place. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm playing baseball uh, and getting really good. And I'm I'm already two or three uh, years ahead. So I'm like when I'm in sixth grade, I'm playing with high schoolers. Oh, nice! Because uh, I was that good as a pitcher mm-hmm. and, a, and a hitter, and and so I'm already playing at that level. And I wound up, you know, with could have gone to the minors. Um, but I had, a, you know, I wound up with a hip problem. But so I'm playing baseball. Our front yard was the lake. Mm, fun. Um, and so I got to be on the lake all the time. That's and, I'm a lake girl. I love lakes. Yeah, you know, so I could water ski and, and sailboat and all this stuff. You mm-hmm. know, and then the backyard 
was a golf course. Oh, funny. So we were on the golf course, on the lake, playing baseball, playing golf, and on the water. That's That was what I spent my summers doing. That's pretty ideal. That's, that, that's not that a bad way to pretty have. Pretty <laughs> nice. Pretty nice to be able to grow up like that. And uh, so my summers was pure, you know, just recreation and thrill mm-hmm. because I could never I could never get bored and I just enjoyed it all you know and what you know what a privilege so I can appreciate your your fun to go to the lake and go to the in the ocean is even more spectacular yeah know? yeah it's and we're we are uniquely positioned here in New Hampshire to be able to enjoy it all yeah yeah that's, you know? that's you go kind of... any direction we've got mountains we've got oceans we've got cities we've got cute little towns we've got lakes we've pretty much got any if you get bored here it's on you you, you know could, <laughs> you, you could see why uh when we were settled from people from england they liked that absolutely what they call new england <laughs> absolutely <laughs> there's great. a reason yeah. for it <laughs> well we've been talking about supernatural and last time we were in mark 11 which is about mm-hmm. the prayer about what does it mean to receive the supernatural but, but we we ended it with uh, a statement that he makes. Say, by the way, if you have unforgiveness, mm-hmm. uh, you need to uh, stop and come back and receive forgiveness so that you could continue uh, all that I'm up to. And it's really important. And let me ask you a question, because um, this is a big issue. Uh, by the way, it's a universal issue. Why do you think that Christians who understand Christ's forgiveness mm struggle so much with forgiveness it is such a hard thing and i think boy there's so many layers to that answer um but i think one of the things that i see people really struggle with when it comes to forgiveness is our sense of justice which honestly we are made in christ's image and so that sense of justice we have is something that we share with him we got that from him but i also think that's probably one of our biggest hindrances is there is a sense of need for justice and that if I forgive them, then they won't be brought to justice. Right. And a sense of control that needs to, you know, that is being inserted. And and honestly, you know, as we know, the enemy takes that and runs with it. And um, and that unforgiveness just does so much damage, both in our relationship with others and in our relationship with God. Right. And so we really have to take it seriously. Right. Yeah, and the uh, the fact of um, I've set up the condition that justice must be served in order for me to forgive them, mm-hmm. um, and that if I forgive them when justice hasn't been served, I'm giving them license to keep exercising injustice, right. particularly against me, or to me. hurt me again, right? Keep hurting me, um, and they've never admitted. Mm-hmm. or process anything that they've done, and they may not even want to, and they don't care. Right. Uh, well, then, um, until that's resolved, I'm going to stay in unforgiveness, and in a way, I believe, is protecting my heart mm-hmm. so that I don't keep getting hurt right. from somebody that's hurting me. Uh, and God says, actually, you got it all backwards. Yeah. Um, that... Um, he said, and he, and he keeps coming back to, well, let's talk about you and me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what did you deserve? Right. Well, you deserve my, my wrath. Why? Well, because you, by definition, couldn't meet the standard of, of, of mm-hmm. justice, which was perfection. And you're self-centered by nature. Right. So 
uh, you couldn't get there yourself. What if I said to you, when you get that settled, I'll forgive you? Mm. We would say, I uh, can't get there. Right. He said, well, then we're kind of stuck, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So therefore, think about what I did on my own nature with no consideration for you. I went to the cross and forgave everybody all at once, completely, not on mm-hmm. anything that you've done, on what who I am. Which nice. then, because of that, I took away the requirement to be perfect. What does that then provide? What opportunity do I then provide with having forgiven you? That you can do what? That you can be reconciled. You, you can be reconciled. Mm-hmm. Because all you have to do is receive what I've done mm-hmm. and we'll be reconciled because of the truth of what I've done is the truth and you have to receive it. And by the way, if you don't receive it, even though I forgave you, mm-hmm. are you going to be reconciled? No. No. Will I allow you to spend eternity separated from me in hell? Yes. Why? Mm-hmm. I can't change the truth, particularly since I've given you the opportunity to be reconciled. Right. And that's the only basis upon which you can be reconciled. Um, oh, so he says, for you, are you going to be offended? Yes. <laughs> are people crossing the line of your justice all mm-hmm. the time? Yeah, because why? They're self-centered and they don't care about you. Mm-hmm. And, they, and if they're hurting you, they don't care as long as they get what they want. Right. And you're offended. Properly so. But what I'm asking you as a child of God is walk with me and join me in the same spot I'm in, Mm -hmm. which is forgiving them on the basis that I forgave you, which is my nature, not what they've done. And when you can live there, you will always have freedom Mm -hmm. in life because you'll never be trapped by anybody else. Mm-hmm. And what they're focused on you to keep being uh, in a place where you're obsessed by that. You're released from it. And then you say, well, do you want to be reconciled? And mm-hmm. the answer is either yes or no. If they do, great. If they don't, you can live with that. And by the way, move, move on into your life, which is really where the supernatural comes in, is I don't want you to get stuck with that. Mm-hmm. I want you to enjoy the fullness of who I am and don't let that, you know, don't don't let that impinge upon you. So this issue of forgiveness, he said, that's really, really critical. And it's only shown you, are you walking with me? If you're not, mm-hmm. come on back and we'll process it. I'll give you forgiveness and then we'll continue. And it's not a condition for you to keep going. It's just an opportunity for you to have freedom and if you don't take that opportunity, yes, you will be separated and you won't experience the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Not because you got to go do something. It's because you're not coming back to me. Because you're choosing to not stay with yeah. me. Right. Yeah. So let's go to the uh, a verse that, that and we'll learn about what is he talking about, the supernatural here. Mark 11, uh, 20 to, go ahead and read through 25. We just kind of highlighted 25, but go ahead and read okay. 20, 20 to 25. Sure. Now in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, 
he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Yep. So we uh, explain that and um, uh, that's important. So then he says, um, uh, okay, here's how this works. Um, I cursed the fig tree. It cursed. It, it died. And you said, how did that happen? He starts out and says, and by the way, mm-hmm. this is where we have to go deeper into the true Greek uh, in the English, and go ahead and read that in the English, have what? What does it say? It says have faith in God. In God. Have faith in God. Okay. Mm. If I say to any believer, do you have faith in God? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, well, That's what it says. So I, I have faith in God. So I meet that condition. Interesting enough, that's not what the Greek says. Um, it says, have the faith of God. Oh, interesting. Um, and he's trying to illustrate something significant. Um, now, we know something about the faith. Faith is believing what he says. Mm-hmm. That's not a arbitrary faith. It's not a general faith. It's not faith in God. It's believing what he says he promises and is going to do mm-hmm. and, this, and his answer to the situation I'm in. Um, and uh, therefore, if I'm going to have the faith of God, what, what's important for me? I need to be dialoguing with him and hearing what he's saying. i got to hear what he has to say. Mm-hmm. Because that's how it all happens. And, and he says, now, boys, think about what, what happened here. What did I do? I spoke to mm-hmm. the tree. Right. I said and gave a word to the tree. Um, now, because of, of I believe that the Father told me that this is so, and I believed what, what was spoken, what happened? The tree died. Right. How? Did I chop simply it down? By he, no, simply did, by his spoken word. I just said something. Mm-hmm. What did it require? It required my faith, God speaking, Jesus speaking. Mm-hmm. I had the faith of God because Christ, God, the Father, and me were the author and finisher of faith. Mm-hmm. Based on what? What I said, which is how it all happened. He said, do you understand that? So if you're going to experience the supernatural here, receive the faith of God and and understand that it's about what I say. Hmm. And I want you to join me in saying it. And he said, now, if you believe it, that means you've heard what I said. Mm-hmm. Read the next verse, and it says, this is what you will do if you believe it. What does it say? It says, for assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Okay, so who are you speaking to? What are you speaking to? 
You're speaking to the situation. Situation. Or, yeah. Okay. On what basis are you speaking it? Is what that, God says. See? <laughs> now, now, let's make sure we everybody understands this. I got a problem. Mm-hmm. And this is where the the false uh, understanding comes in uh, and by why people tend to reject this. Uh, it's it's what people have labeled name it and claim it. Mm. I got a problem. I take I take this piece of this verse. Mm-hmm. I speak. You speak to it. It'll ha- it'll happen. Well, yeah, you forgot. You forgot right. the first piece of the verse. Mm-hmm. So okay, I claim that this problem is going to go away in the name of Christ. I'm going to speak to this problem. Mm-hmm. And go away and be resolved and take care of it. Uh, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. So I get discouraged. Well, that's because it's not you speaking what you think is a good idea. It's speaking out of the faith of God, which means he's spoken it. I'm speaking what he's speaking. Right, which means I had to seek him and see what he had to say so that I know how to step in and pray effectively. So, so whenever we have an issue... I wish God says, I want to resolve it. And by the way, guess what? And he uses purposely this analogy. <laughs> I mean, I live in Colorado. You live in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. When you have a mountain, uh, <laughs> they don't move. It, it literally says, yeah, that typically doesn't move. Mm-hmm. And you can do whatever you want. It ain't going to happen. But he says, if you have the faith of God, you can speak to this mountain. It'll move. Mm -hmm. What is he saying? The most difficult thing you got. Bring it to me. (laughs) Bring it to me. Let me speak to it. Mm -hmm. When you hear what I say, I want you to say the same thing. Mm -hmm. And speak to the problem. And, and, And what he's saying is there's a couple important things here. One, don't sit on the sideline. Mm. And say, God, I got a problem. Take care of it. Right. Which, by the way, this verse has an invitation for you to participate. Yeah. You say, you know. He says you have to say it. You have to speak to it. Um, Mm -hmm. So don't sit on the sideline. And that's what typically most believers do is I got a problem. uh, Take care of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then nothing happens because I'm not engaged at all in having receiving faith, understanding what he says. And I'm not certainly not speaking to it. Or I jump ahead mm-hmm. and I name it and claim it. I got a problem. I'm going to speak to it. Go away. Mm-hmm. I want to. And God says I can speak to it and it'll go away. Uh, not until you hear what he has to say. So we always got to back up a step and say, I got a big problem. He said, well, mm-hmm. first of all, don't let that big problem keep you from coming to me. I can resolve the biggest problem. Nothing is too difficult for me. Don't worry. Big as a mountain. Don't worry. Listen to what I have to say. When you hear what I have to say, say to that problem what I say. Mm. When you yeah. say it, and therefore you believe it. Right. So it's not a mechanical thing. It's because you know, he says, okay, you've heard what I said. You're ready to say it. Uh, I got one more question for you. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? <laughs> And the answer is pretty simple. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And we you remember a couple of times ago we talked about the dad. Lord, I, I believe. Help I believe. My help is like, yeah, not really. Okay, it's okay. Um, 
you got to go through all these all these processes of hear what I say, mm-hmm. speak what I say, and then answer the question, do you believe it? Mm-hmm. And I'll give you the faith from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. How? That's so good. In order for me to hear what you have to say, you have to author it. You got to say, mm-hmm. God has to say something. I got to process it until I actually understand <laughs> what he's saying, which mm-hmm. by the way, we have a whole course on discerning God's will and to hear what he has to say and process it with your spouse, with your friend, with your inner circle, confirmation. You know that you know that you know that, yep, I have this correct. And then he's going to ask the question, do you believe it? Let's find out. Mm -hmm. Um, If you do, I've taken you all the way through for you to now experience what I've just said I'm going to do. And then now now read verse 24 because he says, okay, now if you understand all this, Here's the essence of of the answer. What does he say? Verse 24. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is cool because this is where the verb tenses matter. Mm. Uh, Whatever you say, believe you have received them. If you believe you have received them, even though you haven't, it will happen next. Mm. And so it's an interesting, you know, uh, play on the on the tent. So here's what it is: uh, faith is seeing exactly what God sees. Mm-hmm. Okay, now um, is God limited by time? No. No. When He sees it, He sees it already done. Mm. And and because He's not limited to um, well, yeah, but not yet. Mm-hmm. No, because I see it all, and I'm not I'm not constrained by time. I see it already done. I need you to join me in that same place. Mm-hmm. You see it already done, that you have received it, and then you will receive it next. So it's really pre- it's really pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, you know, so and, beautiful. And that's what he's trying to get us to is. One of the elements of the supernatural is there's a lot of times, remember we've been learning that I want to keep persuading you, I want to keep demonstrating you. A lot of times it's just come with me and I'll start to show you. Mm-hmm. As you grow in this and you're experiencing uh, issues of life that are mountains, is I need you to understand the beautiful process and it's all me doing it for you. Mm-hmm. And all you got to do is, well, what do you, what do you have to say? Do I have clarity that I can say it, speak it to that mountain? Not Mm -hmm. God would you, but you speak to that mountain. Mm -hmm. Um, And then do you believe it? How? I see it already done. You've joined me all the way and I, and Mm -hmm. I I get to experience it. Um, um, And and you can do it, you know, because, because you can believe it. And and I think I've shared this story before when we had a retreat and, um, you know, somebody had, uh, in this case, it was called SARS, a highly contagious uh, disease that was scary. And mm-hmm. everybody everybody didn't want it. And we were even, people were even wondering, should I even come to the retreat because of it's out there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people came. And uh, uh, when we start a retreat, we always start with a dinner. And these are usually the people who don't even know us. Um, and they don't know other people there. A lot of times it's like, well, they're just coming because somebody told them you're going to learn something cool. 
and learn how to walk with God, and you're going to see cool stuff happen. And so they come. And so we're, <laughs> we're having dinner, and the lady, actually Linda and I sit at opposite ends of the, of the big dining table. She's sitting by Linda, and she's really sick, and you could see it, and everybody mm-hmm. could see it. And it's like, uh-oh, she's got SARS. Right. And, it, and, all, and you could sense the tension, uh, like, oh, man. We're all going to get it. We should have never mm-hmm. come to this retreat, you know. And and so I notice it. Father, what do you got to say about this? Stand up and go lay hands on her and heal her. Um, so you want me to get up in front of all these people that and don't be have even a, closer to her, by don't the have way. A, don't have a clue. <laughs> and you're going to heal her. Yes. Uh, my word hmm. is speak to that so mountain. Good. And I'm asking you to mm-hmm. believe it, and I'm going to give you the faith to believe it right now. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I say, hey, everybody. And I say to this lady, I know you're really sick. And I know it looks like you've got SARS. And I know everybody around the table is scared to death. Mm-hmm. I said, I can appreciate that. So I just asked God, what is he going to say? He said he's going to heal her. So mm-hmm. we're all going to get up and lay hands on her. And they're like, what have I come to? Um, like this. And who is this guy? <laughs> there's no way that this is going to happen. And, you know, and I doubt it. But I said, I, and I even said, I know that you don't understand a thing about this and you're highly skeptical, but you're going to see something amazing. Mm-hmm. And it'll, you'll see it as you go through the weekend. You know, and I said, the first mm-hmm. thing is you'll see this. So, okay. So, you know, Lynn and I lay hands on him. <laughs> Everybody else would lay hands on us but not with her Uh, (laughs) right so we just prayed father you said we're speaking to the SARS in the name of Mm -hmm. Christ you heal her and uh, remove it so that she's completely free to enjoy the weekend and none of us get it Mm -hmm. Um, okay so I said okay you go to bed Uh, we'll see you tomorrow we're going to continue and then we'll see what happens so the next day uh, and by the way that whole night is like oh man I don't know what I don't know I don't know um and I talked a little bit about it, and then I said, you know, we'll see you tomorrow. So we all had breakfast. She walks out of, she happened to be on the first floor, walks out of the room, glowing, not even just healthy. She was glowing. Mm. You could tell it was Amazing. supernatural. And they were, they were overwhelmed mm. by the supernatural work that God did. And, and they then experienced more during the weekend and were led into more supernatural to process supernatural because of mm-hmm. what God did. That's and, amazing. And again, it's because I had learned about Mark 11 mm-hmm. and I didn't presume anything. Right. Because he could you have said, you know what? Father what he had to say. You know, you got to get her out of here and get her home. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know what? Everybody's going to get this. So you better send him home. You know, and it's not presuming anything. It's just, right. what do you got to say about this? Eh, I'm going to heal her. Um, speak to this mountain. I'm healing her of SARS. Speak to mm-hmm. that. Do you believe it? Kind of. Right, let, let me give you the faith of this. And I'm going I'm to give you the belief of it. Cause, and, you're, and you will act on it if you stand up and go. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and so that's what happened. So it's, it's a beautiful truth that God says, um, I want to deliver often supernatural and I'm going to engage you particularly as you learn it more and more and more is I want to grow your faith of hearing me mm-hmm. speaking to it and exercising it and bearing witness so that other people right. can learn 
the beauty of that as well. Right, and he will grow our confidence right. in hearing him step yeah. by step as we do that as well, which yeah. is a beautiful thing. Yeah, and by the way, that wasn't the first time, right? That I, you know, that he was asking me to to process that. This was after many, many times. I'm growing, right. I'm growing your faith even more because he had to walk me into that. So if it would have been right. a, a year later, I'd have said, "I'm not even going to get up." Right, right. I don't believe. I can't believe this at all. I haven't. I haven't learned how to receive faith yet. Right. But uh, he took you step by step and taught that to you, yep. which is beautiful. Yep. So, Father, we do thank you for that privilege uh, that we can speak to the mountain based on what you say. We got to hear what you have to say. Speak to the mountain, and then answer the call of belief and see that it's already done and it will happen. And of course, we got to have forgiveness in our heart if we if we have unforgiveness. So we praise you for that and thank you for that truth. And may we learn it knowing that we don't have to jump into it. We just get to walk into it as you teach us that in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Hope you found this encouraging. If you have questions, be sure to send them in at questions at afjministry.com. And we'll talk to you next time. Yep. We will see you then. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.